Welcome again to Grand Park Colts Training Camp on a Colts Training Camp Daily with J.J. Stangovitz along. I'm Matt Taylor, and we are post-practice on a Sunday afternoon. Overcast skies here in Westfield, Indiana. The rain held off, and the Colts got in some really good work in front of a packed crowd, another sellout crowd on hand here at Grand Park. Training Camp brought to you by Corson Fire and Security. A lot to get into. The Colts practice for about an hour and 40 minutes this afternoon. Joining us later on in this podcast, that's going to be third-year offensive lineman Will Fries. He looks like he's in fantastic shape, and he's also taking really big-time advantage of running with the first-team offense at right guard. He continues to hold down that position. So we'll talk with Will coming up in just a little bit. But, uh, J.J., last night as we recorded this podcast, you talked about I want to see Anthony Richardson continue to stack days. Last night inside was a really good night for him running with the second-team offense. Today came back, I thought, looked even better. Mm -hmm running with the first-team mm-hmm. offense. He accomplished everything you wanted to see. Rick Venturi came over, and he put his arm around me after practice and just kind of went, this is, this, is, this is it. We're like, starting to see it. We're starting to see it. <laughs> uh, th- th- this absolutely was what you wanted to see from Anthony Richardson today, coming off, like you said, Matt, a very sharp practice mm-hmm. Saturday night. Uh, he, you know, he started off, he had some you know, nice runs, uh, you know, good decisions with the football. He fired a strike to Michael Pittman Jr. for a touchdown in the low red zone in 11 on 11. Right. He had a really nice touch pass to Kylan Granson for a touchdown in a red zone drill later in practice. Good touch on a deep ball to Alec Pierce. And I think the thing that stood out to me is just you're seeing from the start of training camp to now, you're seeing Anthony Richardson put more touch on those throws. That Otherwise, early in camp might have come out as just rockets. Like, you know, in like Madden where you hold down the button for, you know, the <laughs> power throw. I haven't played Madden since 2005, so I'll take your word for it. So, okay. So the, <laughs> the, I played Madden in like 2016, so it still might be a thing. I don't know. Yeah. But you hold down the button longer for a power throw, and it gives you, you know, a line drive, and you tap it, and it gets some loft, <laughs> and you can go in between. Right. And it's all about touch, and, and you're seeing Anthony Richardson start to. I like your analogy, little, though, for the common man. Exactly. We, right. we probably understand. have some people who play Madden. <laughs> right. Listen to this. 100%. Um, he, he's putting that kind of touch in his throws that show growth, that show he's taking the coaching points. He's getting a better feel for his wide receivers. Um, and it just the that, that progress that you can see, the line you can see with Anthony Richardson is going in the right direction. And, you know, like, like we talked about even after Thursday's practice, there was maybe a little uneven, and he threw a pick early. Yeah. Um, how does he respond to that? So he responded well on Saturday. Now, how does he respond to a good day Saturday? Well, he responded with another good day on Sunday. And it's all very encouraging as we start looking ahead to this game against the Bills in six days, Matt. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Where we're going to be watching a football game and presumably we are going to be watching Anthony Richardson taking snaps for the Colts in a football game. Yeah. um, That, you know, if he can keep this going over the next couple of practices, Tuesday and Thursday, Go into that game with some momentum and, and see what you're made of. I want to talk about the wide receiver depth. Again, Will Fries is going to join us in just a second. But before we get into who might be rounding out the receiver core at you know wide receiver five or wide receiver six, uh, before we get into that, I just want to talk about Isaiah McKenzie. The Colts are using him about a million different ways yep. so far, and he is faster 
than I initially thought he was. I mean, seeing him on the field during the spring and the OTAs, this guy's quick. There's no doubt about it. But it just seems like he's got this this twitch and this extra agility about him that makes him really intriguing and fascinating all the different ways that Shane Steichen can creatively scheme him up to get the ball in his hands in space. We saw it a lot in Buffalo, right, where they, they did stuff with him that – you don't do with a lot of wide receivers. I mean, he had an end around today on a jet sweep, and that was electric and I mean, in the he, red zone. You, you saw him do that. Like, that's who he is. He's just a guy. You get the ball in his hands in space, and, like, man, he can do some fun stuff out there. Um, he, I've talked about it a lot where he and Josh Downs have different skill sets. So it's not in, you know, well, if Isaiah McKenzie's first on the unofficial depth chart that comes out, you know, next week – and Josh Downs is second. Oh, this isn't you know, Isaiah McKenzie beat out Josh Downs. It's just they're going to be used different ways. When they're mm-hmm. on the field, they're not going to be – it's not a one-for-one one swap out yeah, in the switch. slot. Yeah. So right. Isaiah McKenzie – and some of the stuff he can do with, the, you know, with motion and because you have to account for the threat of him with the ball in his hands in space helps out the run game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some of the stuff Josh Downs can do in terms of just that feel for getting open can be really helpful, especially you get to third down. Um, that that's a combination that has exceeded my expectations to start training camp, I think. All right, so your top receivers as of right now, again, if you're going to fill out a depth chart, I think it would be safe to say that Michael Pittman Jr. is going to make this team. Certainly Alec Pierce is going to make this team. You talked about McKenzie. You talked about Downs, third-round draft pick out of North Carolina. Ashton Doolin, I think, is comfortable in terms of his positioning on this team because of what he can do on offense and, of course, you know, former uh, All-Pro player on special teams. Who do you think is going to be in the mix for that last receiver spot if the Colts keep six wideouts? You know, I thought it would be Ethan Fernia would be in that mix, but now he was placed on injured reserve on Saturday, so his season is over. Um, so that that's a little disappointing just because I thought he could be a guy, you know, you're looking at the sixth guy to play some special teams. Yeah. Um, he was a guy who could probably step in there. You know, Mike Strong continues to make plays in camp. Uh, had another nice catch down the sideline today on a pass from Gardner Minshew. Um, he actually, he Strawn had some really competitive reps with Jalen Jones, the seventh round rookie out of A&M. Jones had a couple pass breakups today. Yeah, yeah. They were pretty impressive. Uh, you know, Strawn's in that mix. Brashad Perriman, uh, veteran wide receiver, same with Juwan Winfrey. Those guys are both vets. They've played in the league for a little bit. Would probably be in that mix. But I think, I think there's definitely a world where the Colts don't carry six wide receivers because you got to carry five tight ends or you got to carry an extra running back or, uh, you know, you have to carry an extra quarterback because of the the 53 man roster rule that allows you to kind of have that emergency quarterback on game days. Um, I, I think there are possibilities where you do only see those five guys because do you need anyone else if you need to have roster spots elsewhere on this team? Yeah, special teams are certainly going to factor into that as well. Uh, staying on offense, coming up again, Will Fries. He has taken every single snap with the first-team offense at right guard. He started the last eight games of the season last year, had nine starts total in 2022. JJ, I mean, has he locked that up? Is that competition over? I, I don't at, know at about right that. I don't know about if he's necessarily locked it up. Uh, but Emil Akior has been dealing with a knee issue. I believe Shane Steichen said recently um, he seemed to kind of be the primary competition mm-hmm. there at right guard. So, yeah, I think I think right now you can probably pencil in Will Fries because you're, you're absolutely right. He's been with that unit, and you're starting to get to that point where you do want continuity with your offensive line. Right. Once you get into – you know, this stretch between the Bills game and the Eagles game where you've got three preseason games, three joint practices, 
Um, those are going to be tests for the offensive line. And if you can have continuity in that, that's great. So I do think, you know, Will Fries has been in the driver's seat since the start of training camp. And he hasn't had a reason to unbuckle the seatbelt yet. Yeah, he's been in the driver's seat. That was seat. a good metaphor. That was really good. Man, I nailed that. Yeah, it was really good. No doubt. He was in the driver's seat, and now he's going to be in the hot seat, talking with myself and Jeffrey Gorman. I thought that was pretty good, too. That was great. Yeah, Fantastic Will, transitions. Will, look at us, huh? Look at us. <laughs> a little blind squirrel finds a nut every <laughs> once in a while, right? Will Fries with myself and Jeffrey Gorman going into year number three, running with the first-team offense. Joined with a familiar face, number 75. I think you got bigger in the offseason, Will Fries. I'm just saying they list you at over 300 pounds right there, but I said you look physically more of a, uh, a, a you know an NFL lineman this year. Mm-hmm. I know you got a couple of years under your belt in this league now, but I'm telling you, playing with quarterbacks is a main cog for the offensive line, no. and you had your share last year. All of a sudden, we got two new faces that all, all, all eyes are on right now. How are you meshing with the quarterbacks? I want to start with Gardner Minshew and then Anthony Richardson. Gardner's awesome. You know, he uh, definitely comes in you know, super experienced. You know, he, he's played a lot of football. Uh, he communicates really well. He, he does a good job. So it's been fun playing with uh, Gardner so far. How about yourself coming out? Uh, you had nine starts last year, mm-hmm. looking to start this year as well. A lot of big names around you on that offensive line. Mm-hmm. Kind of a down year a little bit of the, the you know, the experts were saying out there as far as the offensive line goes for the uh, Indianapolis Colts. What's different from last year? And obviously there's some new faces and stuff mm-hmm. of that core offensive line group to this year. You know, I, I think the biggest thing has been this offseason is us coming together and, you know, realizing, you know, this is on us, you know, we're, we're going to turn this thing around, you know. Uh, I think we did a lot, you know, together and, you know, building that chemistry off the field. And I think that builds a lot of trust, uh, a lot of camaraderie, you know, when, when we come and play together, when things get hard and things, you know, kind of get going and you know, the bullets start flying fast, I think we, you know, trust each other a little bit more. Um, you know, we spend a little more time around each other. I think that makes a big difference uh, in the offseason, you know, coming together. And when it comes time to, you know, the pads come on and, you know, these games start coming up, but, you know, we're going to be uh, squared away. You know, last year, really big year for you last year, Will. You got mm-hmm. nine starts, including the last eight games of the season, really kind of grew into that role that you're in right now, that mm-hmm. you continue to be in at the right guard spot. What did that time span do for you in terms of growth and confidence and sharpening yourself mentally to where you are now? You know, I think the start is what you know people see but what people don't see is what goes you know into that and uh you know spending a lot of time rookie year learning from you know those other guys on the o-line you know how to conduct myself as a pro um you know how to prepare every week um so you know when you get your opportunity you know it doesn't come too fast and you're ready for it um you know when you're in that room you know whether you're starting or not you have to be ready to play and um you know, I, I think, you know, being able to step up into that role and, uh, you know, wanting to play at a high level and um, it, it, it came from the preparation, uh, you know, the past two years and the, the offseason training and, you know, it's going to continue to go that way as, you know, as long as I can play. Will Fries is with us. What, what are some of those things that maybe you had to learn to kind of tweak to get ready and, and to handle yourself as a pro and to get ready as a pro in this league? You know, I think the first thing is, um, you know, how to train and it starts in the offseason is, you know, you're playing some against some big, quick, you know, defensive yeah. linemen. And uh, when you train, you know, you get bigger, get faster, learn how to move your body. You know, then a lot of it is the technique. And the technique is the biggest thing. You know, Quinn does a great job. He's, you know, super dialed in. You know, we spend a lot of time after practice, you know, going over techniques that we worked on in practice and things like that. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, learning things from him, learning things from Ryan and Brayden, those guys around me, the, the help, uh, you know, br- bring me along uh, really helped. Talking to Will Fries, offensive guard for your Colts. Shane Steichen, this offense. Offenses are offenses in the NFL, mm-hmm. but there's a little bit of tweaks, and especially his tempo and so on comes. What have you noticed? 
noticed about this Shane Steichen offense compared to last year's? You know, uh, Shane's intense and the attention to detail, uh, you know, is incredible. And there's a lot of, you know, intricacies, uh, you know, things of that nature that, you know, you, you can't be a step behind or, you know, a step ahead. You have to, you know, be dialed in those details, the different fronts, uh, you know, those sort of things. So I think that makes a big difference when you can, you know, do that day after day after day. And when these certain situations pop up, you know, that's where you get ahead. You know, that one play that, you know, a blitz that you didn't see coming or a front you didn't see that was, you know, playing in. But, you know, you practice for it in the offseason. I think that's where it can make a big difference. That's Will Fries with us. I want to double back to the quarterbacks. What is it like for you to be in the huddle with Anthony Richardson? You know, he's done a really good job so far. You know, he, young guy, um, you know, has embraced all the challenges so far. And he's come in and played at a high level so far. You know, he comes in with a lot of confidence. You know, made some plays in that two-minute drive today. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was really cool to see. So he's doing a great job stepping up and, you know, continuing. Continuing to grow. How much more comfortable would you say he is now compared to the spring in terms of just relaying the plays, communication, just having a better understanding of the playbook mentally? Yeah, he's done a great job. I think this, uh, you know, the, over the summer, you know, spending those couple of weeks, you know, continuing to learn the playbook, uh, get more confidence, and um, you know, all those coaching points that he learned, and you know, going back over it, and you know, bring it to camp, and you know, throughout the whole season, I, I think it's made a big difference for him. So hey, far. well, how is how important is Tony Sperano Jr., a guy who's now in charge of an offensive group uh, such as now with the offensive line. How important is the offensive line coach to the rest of the that, that offensive line in the NFL? It's huge because, you know, he was the one that was really honest about, okay, we need to start doing more stuff together. We need to be closer as a unit. We need to rely on each other. We need to have some fun together. And, you know, he did a great job day one, you know, calling us all up when he got the job, you know, just busting chops, getting to know each other, but then pushing us to do things, like I said, you know, in OTAs, they're going to get dinner with each other, um, you know, just going to hang out with each other, do other stuff that, you know, br- brings us closer together, you know, spending time, you know, in the O-line room, you know, going over, you know, what did you do this weekend? Something like that. Just something that so brings us closer together. Yeah. He's got a great big personality. You know, he, he's, he's done a really good job bringing us together. Hey, practice ended 25 minutes ago. You just walked off the field, spent 20 minutes with your teammates out there, the offensive line group, by yourselves after practice. What's going on there? Um, you know, that's just something that's always been super important to me is doing, you know, one or two things extra after practice. Because I believe, you know, if you're doing the same thing as everyone else, you're not going to get ahead. So, you know, spending time doing extra stuff to get ahead or to refine something you worked on. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be a whole lot, just one or two things that you want to focus on, you know, for the rest of the day or, you know, going to the next day, I think is really important. Yeah, the continuity of this offensive line, including yourself, the starting group to this point in camp, as we sit here and talk to you right now, Will, you guys have played every rep together every day in practice how much does that matter how much does that grow communication and continuity and just familiarity because you are working five together but also to this point in camp you're also working with two different quarterbacks Mm -hmm. so getting to know them and their subtle differences as well as guys that you're playing in front of if you will you you know kind of like I said before uh, you know I think as an offensive line unit like we know it's on us and to, for the offense to go, we have to go. And, you know, for all of us to do those reps together, it matters a lot because, you know, we need to play next to each other. We need those reps to play with each other. We need to rely on each other. And I think that makes a big difference when, you know, you're going out through the course of the season, someone gets, you know, banged up, but, you know, you push through for the guy next to you, you push through your friend, your brother, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, it's important, you know, keep that camaraderie. Hey, Will, take, walk me into the offensive line room right now. You know, no. you're watching film on a Monday or a Wednesday. Sperano's going to be barking at you guys as it is. He's a coach. Yeah. But that play Who's that vocal player in that offensive line group? Yeah, you know, I think Quentin's done a great job of, you know, it's not just coach's voice, it's, you know, his voice, you know, Ryan's voice, you know, those older guys stepping up and, you know, 
pointing out something that maybe coach missed or maybe something they see a little bit different. Um, I, I think it's good coming from a player as well. It's just a little different point of view, someone who's like seeing it live through your eyes, um, not always the coach, you know, seeing what he sees, but through the player's eyes as well is, you know, valuable. Yeah. You know, last couple from me, and I mean this as a total compliment, Will. I mean, this has nothing to do with the last couple of years for you, but it just seems like you're coming in your own. Just now kind of settling in and your confidence is sky high and the team has full trust in you to do what you're doing at right guard because of the work that you put in. Yeah, um, kind of like I said before, you know, it's, it's the preparation, you know, the past couple of years that, yeah. um, you know, I've always, you know, been hungry and, you know, waiting for my time and, you know, uh, I'm, I'm here to take full advantage of it. You know, I, I want to be, you know, a great player for this team and, you know, this offensive line. You know, I want the guys next to me to, to trust me. I want the quarterback to trust me. I want all those guys to trust me because I want to play the best of my ability. And I want our team and our line to have a great year. So, you know, it requires me to you know, be mentally sharp mm-hmm. every day, um, to be tough, you know, not feeling sorry for yourself. You know, no matter what happens, you get beat, you know, next play. It's a great challenge. So it's exciting and I'm looking forward to it. Mate, you want to know why I love Will Fries? Please. Great, great player. Great yeah. young player out of Penn State. Yeah. There's, off, a, there's a myriad of reasons. Off-season <laughs> fisherman. Off-season fisherman. And mm-hmm, I'm going to say right. this. After watching your last haul from New York, what you just did with those stripers, <laughs> yeah. you're a world-class fisherman. <laughs> you had the, like the Statue of Liberty and the skyline of New York City behind you. <laughs> you're catching these huge fish. Tell me about that a little bit. Yeah, I'll give a big shout-out to um, Mike Bush and uh, Coach Rosemeyer back home. You know, we went out a couple times uh, over the summer. Uh, we did some fishing, got after the striped bass a little bit. Um, you know, it was a blast. Uh, you know, if you're from <laughs> but hogs, though, bro, I'm telling you, I saw the pictures. These are big fish. These are 40 pound plus fish. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was good fishing. It was a lot of fun. So if you're looking to charter, check out Mike Bush out of Cranford. There you go. Nicely I like done. That. Yeah, he, nicely he's done. awesome. Segue there. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is your third training camp. I mean, for those of us that will never know what it's like to be an NFL player going through training camp, as we sit here and talk now, this is uh, you know, kind of the middle of camp, kind of the dog days of camp give me some camp hacks some will fries must do's and gotta haves to get through training camp i have nobody made fun of for this but the number one tool for camp is a sleep mask a uh, sleep mask a sleep mask okay yes. sleep mask over the eyes mouth, right over the eyes and mouth tape I, yeah. I, that's a big hack <laughs> to getting sleep because you want to be the least stressed out you possibly can yeah so to cut out the stress you got to sleep better sleep is the number one most important thing uh, I'm trying to sleep great every night, you know, a couple, yeah. you know, eight to ten hours, whatever I can get. So. When is lights out around here? Probably ten, ten thirty. Okay, yeah. yeah, they do a good job of, you know, getting us some rest. So, all right, last, last one for me is, and it's, a, it's a camp question. I'm saying you guys are done with meetings. It's ten o'clock plus. You got curfew at eleven. Yeah. Can you order a pizza and have it, you know, <laughs> DoorDash to the to the hotel? Oh, there's no doubt. There's there's some of that going down. I mean, my, my number one go to is five guys. Down. Five guys. Five guys is pretty good. But okay. I had some pizza last night. It was. The so no problem. You're up in the hotel room with your teammates. You're saying, I'm a little bit hungry. And, yeah. you know, the gummy, hey. the gummy bears aren't going to do it right now. No, right? no, 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 I, no, need, no, no, I need something no, no. a little more beef right. behind you. No, no, yeah. So five guys is the call. Five guys is getting the call. Oh, protein. This is yeah. good inside dirt right here. <laughs> I like it. Hello, Donato's. How you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Who ordered Donato's? <laughs> All right. Maybe you'll see him tonight picking up a pizza somewhere out in Westfield. Will Fries, great job. Keep up the great work. We know you're a young player yeah. here. And obviously putting some starts under your belt like you are, being yeah. a first-teamer this year going in after a successful campaign last year. Keep up the great work and man oh man, as you know, this offensive line goes, the rest of the offense goes. So good luck, brother. No doubt about it. Appreciate it. Will Fries with Jeffrey Gorman and myself and now we're back with J.J. Stangovitz here at Colts Training Camp wrapping up this Colts Training Camp daily. Uh, Will Fry is just a really good human being, obviously, as you can uh, gleam from, from that interview, but has gone from depth piece 
guy that is trying to fight for a roster spot as a seventh round pick out of Penn State. You know, showed that versatility early on in his career at Penn State. He played basically every offensive line position outside of center. Pretty cool story that if you just work hard, keep your head down, wait for things to break your way, wait for your opportunity to come to you, and you capitalize on that and you make sure you don't squander that opportunity. I mean, that's Will Fries in a nutshell. I think there's a lot of people that can relate to that and, and really appreciate how far he's come in a short amount of time. Yeah, you, you just get your foot in the door and you show that you can work and you, mm-hmm. can, you can play. Um, you know, he's a guy, too. You know, you mentioned he played every position at Penn State but center, but he's a guy, you know, the Colts last year got him some reps at center. Mm-hmm. And I know he, he'd spent some time training with Olin Krutz, the Chicago Bears All-Pro Center, yeah. uh, you know, recently. He, he's a guy who, uh, you know, maybe in a pinch, if you need him to play center, you know, obviously Danny Pinter's on the roster, so he's probably not the first guy up. But if it ever came to that, you probably trust him at every single position on the offensive line. Yeah, with, he, you know, because he, he's played tackle, he's played guard. Right. He can, you know, slide on in at center sides. now. And, yeah, yeah that, that's, a, that's a valuable guy to have, whether he's starting or not. But he's certainly earning his, his spot yeah. in the starting line. But I think he probably fits best at where he's at right, right. now, considering yeah. the other talent that's along that offensive line in the uh, starting rotation. Okay, the Colts have only two more practices here. You know, this was kind of the meat and potatoes week of Colts camp. Yep. You know, gosh, I mean, the days are kind of running together here. We practice, what, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, off day tomorrow. The Colts will practice Tuesday and Thursday this week and then travel Friday to take on the Buffalo Bills on Saturday. What will this week be about in terms of improvement for this team going into the first exhibition game? I think you're starting to hone in on the plays you're going to run in that game against Buffalo. You know, you kind of got through the heavy install phase of of camp and now you're going to start working on, okay, what plays are we going to run out there at Highmark Stadium on Saturday? And who's going to be on the field for them? How are we going to run them? Yep. Um, those are all kind of the things you're going to start to figure out Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, you know, the Colts have a walkthrough on Monday, so no open practice here at Grand Park. But, um, you know, then you practice Tuesday. Wednesday's an off day. You're back here Thursday. You fly to Buffalo Friday. So um, it, it's going to be really interesting. I mean, obviously the news story this week is going to be how Shane Steichen divides the quarterback reps for the game against the Buffalo Bills. We'll see if we find that out by Thursday, his last media availability before that game. But then what's the plan for the starters? You know, the the top guys on this team, you're, you know, Michael Pittman Jr., yeah. uh, Quentin Nelson, Grover Stewart. These guys, are they going to play? Are you going to see Shaq Leonard out there yep. in Buffalo? Um, another good day for him, too. Yeah, uh, he, another impactful day for him. He had a pass breakup at 7-on-7, seven seven, nearly an interception. Yep. Um, he was making contact out there. Like, it wasn't just you know, feeling it out on a blitz or, you know, on a pat, He was getting in there and he was getting physical in there, which that tells me that after he saw the film of Saturday's practice where Shaq was out there in full pad, seven, uh, 11 on 11, that he liked what he saw. And by the way, that Richard Smith liked what he saw mm-hmm. because Shaq talked uh, after practice on Saturday that Richard Smith has been one of the best voices of reason for him, of telling him like, hey, you look good or you, you don't look so good out here. Um, so seeing that, Another encouraging sign for Shaq. But, again, that's going to be another storyline that we're going to be following this week is does he play yeah, in Buffalo? No doubt. Everything's been positive so far, though, man. It's it's so encouraging, so good to see uh, life back football-wise for Shaquille Leonard within that uh, starting defense and taking part in 11-on-11 work here at Grand Park. As J.J. said, tomorrow is a walkthrough day for the Colts, so no open practice for the fans here in Westfield. But the Colts get back to work on Tuesday. Download your free tickets for that 
workout, colts.com slash camp. And then next week we'll recap Tuesday's practice on the official Colts podcast and then tell you about Thursday's practice here on another Colts Camp Daily. For J.J. Stangovich, I'm Matt Taylor. I think we're getting kicked out because the lawn guy is saying, hey, I need to, I need room here. You guys got to go. So we do have to go. We got a vamoosh. We're out of here, baby. We will talk to you next week here on the Colts Audio Network. So long. Take care. Take care.